0: I love the colorful clothes she wears And the way the sunlight plays upon her hair I
1: hear the sound of a gentle On the wind that
0: lifts her perfume through the air I'm picking up her vibrations Welcome to Good Vibrations Radio, tools for transformation. Now, quantum physics tells us that we are all energy vibrating at different frequencies, and in Good Vibrations Radio, we bring you information that allows you to change the vibrational frequency of your life. We're your source for everyday alchemy, so you can turn the lead in your life into gold. Good Vibrations Radio is made possible through the sponsorship of Magic for Life, the promoter-producer of the Rhoda Psychic Fair. The Rhoda Psychic Fair has been a constant in Monterey County for the past 36 years. Our last fair was November 4th, 2019. Now, thanks to the COVID pandemic, we've had to cancel our shows for the last two years. We're still assessing if we'll conduct a fair this year, but we will be back next year at a minimum. I encourage you to sign up for the email list on rotasychicfair.com and goodvibrationsradio.com so you can be notified about the upcoming events. Now, after 11 years on radio, we went off the air in September 2018, and we're slowly making our way back. Previous shows can be found by visiting the podcast page at goodvibrationsradio.com. The link is on the homepage of the website. Each year I pull a tarot card for the year and the Osho Zen tarot card for 2021 is the two of rainbows, moment to moment. Now the two of rainbows shows a man wearing a kimono walking along a path of stones and the stones ride on a multicolored undulating waves within the outline of a city in the background. The past is no more and the future is not yet. One used to exist, and the other has not started to exist. The man in the picture only lives in the present, the only moment that actually exists. His eyes are closed as he steps lightly, yet aware that as he steps, the universe provides another stone in the place where he needs to step. Behind him, as I mentioned, is the faint outline of a city to remind us that while we are a part of the real world, we are also apart from the real world. Life is an ocean of currents in which we can play best by dropping ambition, by losing focus on accomplishments, by letting go of power, money, and prestige, because all ambition forces the focus on the future. Be available to what comes your way as it comes. If you stumble or fall, get up, have a laugh, and continue. This time, this year, is about accepting and embracing and trusting the present. Trusting. You know, as Les Brown used to always say, if you're going to fall, fall on your back, because if you can look up, you can get up. Now I usually begin the show with a quote from Day by Day with James Allen, but tonight we're going to do things differently. Carolani and I will be doing a look ahead to the next quarter to share insights about what we can expect. Carolani is a bridge of light and energetic healer, an expert in vibrational numerology, palmistry, and tarot, and she's also an alchemist with essential oils, teas, and colors. She provides unique fusion consultations to her clients, as well as offering custom essential oil blends or hand-dyed silk scarves. So, Kira, welcome back to Good Vibrations Radio.
1: Well, thank you, Solazar, for having me come back, and boy, what a year we have had.
0: It certainly has been quite the year. As I noted that Since their last quarter, it just seems as if everything is moving faster and faster with many shifts along the way.
1: Well, you know, we talked about how this was going to be a really fast moving year because any year that we have that's a five year, which is what we have in 2021, is got that need for speed in it. It's, (laughs) It's rapid acceleration. It's. Uh, dynamic, and in some cases, radical change there, you know, it really is not something where you're allowed to sit on the sidelines. It's a, it's a year of action. It's a year of uh, movement and whether you choose to move or not, the world is moving all around. You. <laughs> so if we look at even where we were a month ago, um, the The changes I can say in my life have been dramatic, and listening to your introduction, I was laughing because it reminded me very much of the conversation we had this week of uh, some of the tests and challenges I had set up for myself in the last month or so uh, were it was spot on so thank you for sharing that
0: well, you know also we just went through i mean we can still see most of it out there, but we went through this super strawberry full moon in the sign of Capricorn on the 24th and 25th. And it's opposite the sun in Cancer. And that actually is when we're encouraged to think about our professional goals and achievements from our Capricorn side, as well as how we show up in ho- at home in our Cancer side. And are they coherent? It's, it's about a reconciliation of our past and the treasures we carry and the possibilities of the future. So even coming to this discussion today, we are really coming to a point where we're being, all of us are being asked to reassess, how do we show up in all the areas of our life? And are we showing up coherently? Are we showing up as who we are, who we would like to be as well as who we are?
1: And that full moon is the transformational moon. So if we think back to last year of 2020, it was a year all about transformation. Next year is a year that's going to bring not just the two twos that come for transformation, but three twos. It's a two, two, two year, right? Which is all about accentuating um, relationships. It's all about how do we transform ourselves uh, through those relationships, through seeing the world in a different way, seeing ourselves in a different way. And really in this year of freedom, looking at how can we transform all of those prisons without bars that we created so every time in our mind that we say i can't or every time in our mind that we pick from the library of the past of how we would have handled the situation we are choosing that prison because we've been in this period of limitation for lifetimes and we're just now embarking on this limitlessness journey that last year really punctuated and allowed us to access the keys to all those locks that we've put on ourselves. So that self-reflection time to really ask those questions, like, am I doing this out of ambition? Am I Mm -hmm. doing this out of ego? Why do I want this? And really looking at our motivations behind our desires, And behind our dreams and goals. And are they just coming from our minds? Or are they truly aligned with our purpose in this life? Are they aligned with spirit? Are they aligned with divine action? And and really going through in these last couple days of June, when we have that power of the transformational moon, to go through your garden and look at all the seeds you've planted in your life and say, which one of those Really isn't what I want anymore because I conceived that from a limited place, from a limited set of beliefs, or that it's not even in alignment with who I am today. And I don't know you about you, souls, I've been seeing that come up this year. These these quote unquote opportunities have landed in my life, and they were seeds that I planted in some case years ago of what I thought I wanted, and then they arrive, and you go, oh. I forgot to cancel
0: that order. Yeah, that's actually, well, as you said, because of this Cancer Capricorn, you know, and I'm not sure that I've ever paid attention to this in past years, but maybe it's because of the time we're in right now, that 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 mixture of Cancer and Capricorn with that full moon is really, it's the start of a new journey for all of us to say, are we committed? As you're saying, am I committed to my career? Am I committed to the family? Am I committed to what I'm doing with my obligations and my responsibilities? Or, as you were referencing, have we just created these things from seeds we planted before? Now they present ourselves in a certain way, and we say, "Whoa, what is this? You know, are we coherent? And and also, are we coherent with the movement?" Coming from the creative cycle of the year, which I'm sure you're going to talk about more, to the manifesting cycle. And that we also have to think about, did we create seeds these first six months? That we're going to have to spend time in the next six months undoing, unplanting.
1: Yeah, weeding out of the garden. And let's go ahead and jump right into that. So like you were saying, Solazar, the first six months of the year is really the creative part of the year. And this is when the Divine Feminine, right after we've come through summer solstice with the height of the light, shifts her focus and her energy to start creating for 2022. She's been passing off all of those seeds, those dreams, those desires, the projects, the goals to the Divine Masculine to say, here now is what our plan is for manifesting for the latter part of 2021. So starting July 1st, then that manifesting energy comes in. Now June and July is interesting in that they carry the same vibration. June is creative. July is manifesting. But when that master male and master female are working together in harmony and in divine union, it creates amazing possibilities of creating heaven on earth. So now let's think back to uh, the beginning of this year. And if you tuned into the quarterly or preview at the beginning of the year, we talk about how December and January are previews um, of the year. And January becomes the preview of the last six months of the year. Well, let's look at what happened in January. That was when we had the insurrection at the Capitol on January 6th. So in a year about freedom, it's asking all of us to redefine what does freedom mean to us? And where have we put on our own handcuffs? And what is working in society? And what is not working? And what needs to be transformed? So that is coming due if we look at the preview of January 6th, (laughs) will come in August. So it's going to be accentuated throughout June and July, this redefinition of freedom. And what is true freedom? And do we have true freedom? And you look at all the voting rights suppression that's going on. You look at people standing up and saying, no, we're not going to stand for that. All of that. Is, is an expression of the energy of this year. So when we look at that uh, June, July timeframe, it's a really rich and powerful period of time to focus in on how do I make the positive changes in my life to create little slices of heaven. And maybe that's just 30 seconds in a day, but that's 30 seconds more than most people are focusing on it. So the more we focus in, in July, that is the key word for July is focus because the time is going so fast. Don't let your energy get dissipated going in 5,000 different directions, which it would be easy to do. Really focus on those things that matter the most to you, that are, are the dreams and desires that are most aligned to the truth of who you are. And put your energy and focus there to take action in positive ways every day toward those dreams, knowing that you don't have to know what they look like, knowing that anything our minds can conceive is going to be limited. So leaving space for the universe to insert a little bit of magic and miracles along the way is a great recipe for July. So Salazar, I jumped right into July and uh, you are going to share the card first, but no, why no. are you
0: going to talk about July? It doesn't, doesn't matter which order it goes. So, okay. But, um, you know, I also have, you know, July is about connecting with the heart and all that it desires because first place, we are in the cancer cycle, which everybody knows is a water cycle. Cancel is cardinal. And so it's a very strong emotional time for us to actually look, connect, and reframe. So it's time to bring our empathy to the surface, allowing us to feel things more deeply, form a stronger relationship with our inner selves. So instead of going out and saying, I need more relationships in my life, take a look at the most critical one you're in. How good is that one, the one with you? And so we also, as as you can, uh, for those who can't see, but behind Kira, there's little altar space. It's time for our sacred spaces and tending to our most vulnerable needs because we've been sheltered in place. Our sacred space also needs to create back to that union with nature, getting outside. Don't avoid taking care of others or being with others or sharing with others, but make sure we're taking care of ourselves first. So, you know, we're going to have a new moon in cancer on July 9th. And that's going to, again, Tap into our creative center, giving us a green light for a new start and the motivation to make our life more fruitful. This is the important thing. When we talk about this full moon that's asking us to re examine, now this new moon is saying, plant those seeds, plant the seeds for the fruitful life that you want. And this is going to be especially powerful time, for instance, for Kara, for you as a cancer and other water signs. You're gonna really get a lot of this energy in a very big way. And on July 12th, Mercury is gonna form a trine. The trine is three times or 120 degrees with Jupiter. And Jupiter once again is pushing us for that expansion, that truth, that exuberance. So this is a time for new ideas, new energy, new enthusiasms to crash land for us. Not necessarily a time when we act on them, but they're going to come crash landing. And then on the 15th, the sun is going to form a trine with magical, mystical Neptune. And remember, Neptune is everything that is subtle, intangible, ethereal. It's dreams, schemes, and magical, mystical things. But it can also create illusions, delusions, and deceptions. So we have to watch for that. But what we're really saying with the 12th with Mercury and Jupiter and the 15th with the sun and Neptune, we're going to our imaginations are going to explode with bold new ideas. And if we take away from that new moon on the ninth in cancer and say, what of these bold, big new ideas would I like to put into my life to make it more fruitful? this is the time to do it. So for July, I drew the king of water from the Osho Zen to Deck, And as you know, it's the the card of healing. Mm -hmm. So the image is a naked person with one hand and arm covering their head and another hand and arm covering their solar plexus. And this card is to remind, and their heart center, by the way, is actually a lotus heart. It's a lotus, which is where our wisdom comes from, as well as our healing. And so this is to remind us that in this period of time, we should be one, embracing the water energy that we're in right now. Embrace that emotional, mothering, maternal, comforting, soothing energy of the water energy. This is our time to heal. We can no longer hide behind our stories or excuses. We can only heal if we choose to be open and accept our healing. And so as we open to these big, bold, new ideas, we also have to heal the wounds that remain that hold us back. So we can be that full expression of our life going forward.
1: Oh, I love that. And, I have a couple of suggestions for oils in July that will help with that because I think this is very symbiotic. Um, For the five energy, I'd recommend the oil of lemon. Now you can use the essential oil or you can just cut lemons and put them in your water and drink it throughout the day. But lemon naturally creates a focus from a mental, emotional point of view. So if you're feeling like you're scattered or distracted, do the lemon, come back to breathe through your heart. Back to what Solazar said, being that, becoming that um, king of water is that expression of our light. And that ultimately is the journey of July between the transformational moon and the cosmic moon of that full expression of who we are walking out of the old patterns of being a victim um or inviting the villain into our life to uh fulfill the victim's request right and Mm -hmm. this is all those old wounds and old stories to say those are where we're out of alignment with truth. We're out of alignment with the truth of who we are. So more we can align and embrace the full uh, realization of that story, all that old stuff can just wash away with the power of the water. And then the other oil is Alang-Alang. Now, oil, that aligns to that heaven on earth, 55 energy. And the Alang-Alang is the oil up for the inner child. And what I've learned in working with this is our inner child, yes, may carry some wounds, but there also is a version of our inner child that has all the keys, right? Has that seed of heaven on earth, has that connection with our soul and the divine, that there is no separation. And when we feel that love, that healing nectar really goes through, waves through, and heals all of those wounds. So that alang works really powerfully to put over your heart, um, on your third eye, anywhere where you're holding pain in your physical body. So you can diffuse it, you can apply it directly, um, or just smell it from the bottle. And uh, Solazar, I think those are the things that I had for July. Do you have anything else for July?
0: No, I was good with July. That was much of what I covered, except that this is, again, as you've mentioned, and I've mentioned, they've come from very different places. This is a time for the individual to embrace their true desires, become very clear on that. It's going to become more important, too, as we move forward to August. So August... I'm going to hold the card again till the till the second. I want to share some of what August is going to bring us a little astrologically because it's a period characterized by we're going to have the a retrograde of Uranus and Taurus which is going to be very impactful. We'll have the sun will go into Virgo. We're going to have a double full moon in Aquarius and the entry of Mercury into Libra and all of those things are going to create an unease and a discomfort for us. So August is gonna require that we exercise patience and maintain our inner balance. So when Mercury enters Virgo on August 11th, this is the time for us to participate in research, research projects to go for new knowledge, to go for new training, to go for new information, and then to apply that logic and that information in place to use it to find new ways of thinking and doing things. So this is very, very important for us. I'm going to, no, I thought I was gonna cough for a moment, I apologize. So, and then on August 16th, Venus will enter Libra, which is going to open us up to the desires of our heart. And it's also saying, don't avoid debates, don't avoid confrontation, But only engage as much as your heart allows. Don't feel that you have to debate just because there's a disagreement. Only debate when your heart says this is a necessary and essential element. It's um, going to then shift for us a little bit more when Uranus goes retrograde in Taurus later in the month around the 19th of August. And that's gonna be a very big time of dissatisfaction. Will be People will start looking around and saying, I'm not happy with where I am. I'm not happy with what I'm doing. And this can also trigger the fear of change and attachment to old ways, instead of embracing the new ways that July is asking us to look for, to take those new big, bold ideas that we were looking at and that we embraced and we're going to emotionally get excited about when Uranus goes retrograde on the 19th of August, we're suddenly going to start that feeling of, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Maybe I should stay where it's safe. So the important element coming out of July, I believe for all of us is to really be very clear on where we want to go with the new fruitful ways in our life. Because when we hit this shift in August, it's going to be very easy to turn us back to staying exactly where we are. And then increasing the natural dissatisfaction we're going to be feeling anyway of where we are. It's going to get bigger because we won't take movement on it. Nice thing is we'll shift, we're gonna be shifting obviously in July from Cancer to Leo, but when we shift to Virgo in August on the 22nd, that's another time coming off of the Uranus retrograde that we have to watch out that we don't start becoming too self-critical because that's when we get into that Virgo mode everything in its place, very OCD about it. You know, that's, this is where it goes. This is how it must be. Why am I not doing it? Well, that's a good question to ask. Why am I not doing it, but not be critical about why you're not doing it. Get to the truth of that as you were talking about those child wounds, those inner wounds. The 22nd, we're also going to have a double full moon in Aquarius because it's the second full moon that occurs in the same zodiac sign During the calendar year. So the first full moon in Aquarius in 2021 happens in July on the 23rd. And now a month later, we're still having a full moon in Aquarius. So we're getting that energy of self-intuition, self-awareness, self-improvement and change. This is actually the energy we need if we get stuck in that Uranus retrograde. We need that double full moon in Aquarius energy to say, no, change. Don't be afraid of change. Change, damn it. Change now. It's also a great time for relationships, for interaction with friends and colleagues. It's also, we talked about the patience of August. At the end of August, Mercury enters Libra, which is going to give us an abundance of patience. So if we can hold off in the earlier phases of the month, when we're feeling a little bit of that dissatisfaction, then when we get to the end of the month, that patience will paint off because we'll have honest communication with the people around us. Our point of view will be respected and we'll be respecting theirs. So it's good if we could treat the month of August with a sense of patience and willingness to take the journey down the the river but not try to force the direction. The card I selected for the month of August is the card of completion. It's Roman numeral 21. And as it shows the face of a person with jigsaw puzzles being placed and the last one being placed around the third eye. But the important part of this card with August and all that we've shared astrologically is that it is telling us we're complete. We may be dissatisfied where we are, but we are complete. We may think we need something more, but we're already complete. We may think we need to do more, but we're already complete. We don't need those things. And those dissatisfactions are only to trigger the fears of moving forward or making changes. We're not making changes because we're not complete. We're making changes to be more fruitful in our life. So the card for August says that whatever we've been focusing our time on for the year, the month, whatever, that we feel has been taking our time, don't embrace more of that. Embrace the new bold ideas given to us by those trines in July to make our life more fruitful We already are complete. We don't need more to complete ourselves, but we may want more to have more fruitful, energetic energy in our life. So that's how I see August, Kira.
1: Well, I love that card for August because that um, ties directly into that energy of August being about self-love. And the more we can remind ourselves that we are whole, that we are complete, that these old stories that run in our head, that we are somehow inadequate, that we are somehow not enough, that we are somehow flawed. The more we can um, do the work now and in July to reframe those stories, to say, no, I am an immaculate being of light. I am whole. I am complete. The, the, Easier we can navigate as we go through August. Because August always brings up some tests of self-love.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But the the beauty of self-love is as we begin to love and accept ourselves more, to have more confidence in ourselves, to trust ourselves, that we open all these new doors. We mm-hmm. choose from a new place. And that's my message for August is that suffering is optional. (laughs) Yes, we have challenges in our life. Yes, there's time, sometimes pain, but the suffering comes when we hold on to the pain, when we hold on to the old wound, when we keep playing it over and over in our minds and our hearts and relive it a thousand times, right? How much longer do we choose to punish ourselves before we say enough? Because we're the only ones that have our hands on that switch. So August asks us, invites us, begs
0: us
1: (laughs) to let all those go. Because this year, the way the month and the year come together, it creates limitlessness. So August is going to invite you to say, what are the things you love the most? And what do you want to expand to create a limitless amount of? And if that is beating ourselves up, which I admit I have a long, rich history and extremely Mm -hmm. adept at, you know, is that the legacy we want to leave to this world? I don't think so. So finding that inner child inside in July and loving her or him and knowing that we are actually that fabric of love. That's what we're created from, from love and light and truth and embracing those aspects of ourselves, focusing on the things we do want. What are the good things? Now, that discontent Solazar talked about is always been, in a time of limitation, an exceptional tool to get our butts in gear, right? That constant nagging dissatisfaction. It's the fly that's constantly irritating the deer. It's the, you know, all these. Well, that's one choice of motivation. We can do that through agitation, moving into action through causing ourselves irritation and annoyance, or we can choose inspired action through love. I choose number two, right? So as we go into August, a couple oils that would be great to work with. One is marjoram. Because marjoram is all about connectivity. And it allows us to gain a higher level of trust in our relationship with ourself and our soul. Because I think a lot of times our feelings of in a, uh, inadequacy, mm. inhibition, And are all based in not trusting the truth of who we are. And if we can embrace that truth and and trust that and trust that this time of limitations can be behind us if we choose to go boldly, as you said, Hmm. in the direction of dreams that we may not even understand. To be those beings of light in the world. Marjoram helps us really ignite that trust in relationships so they can blossom fully. And I would focus on that relationship with self and with our soul. That there's a new level of intimacy, and, and it brings this sense of safety and feeling fully loved. And when we are fully loved from our soul and our self, it changes all of our relationships because they're no longer based in need in manipulation, mm. in having to get something to be safe, in always being afraid that that person's going to leave or they're going to see some part of you that's going to cause them to reject you. None of that comes up when we're secure in ourselves with our soul. So that's the marjoram. And then the other one that ties into the limitlessness is Douglas Fur, because as we go into August, The moon cycle becomes that harvest moon or the llamas moon. And that's the harvest of the fruit and the berries and the vegetables. And you have all this abundance, all this prosperous abundance all around us. And so spending time in nature in August um, and really aligning with that, uh, the Douglas fir allows us to start that harvesting process of the wisdom of this life. This wisdom of past lives, the lineage that your family gave you with the lessons and tasks and what you have learned from those and transforming those into pearls of wisdom. So any of the tree essential oils are super powerful for tapping into that collective wisdom of the all and really connecting as a soul family that we are not here alone. That is the other kind of gotcha with self-love is, you know, we go inside and we do this work on our own. We become stronger light beings, but the real gift then is sharing that light with another, with our soul family to make radical change in this world. And it's really happens by all those changes that happen inside of turning on our lights, opening up those windows and doors that have been closed and locked down for forever. So that is my messages for August.
0: Oh, that, that is wonderful. That was actually wonderful. It's a powerful, powerful month. There's a real story here that seems to be unfolding starting with July. And again, coming off this current full moon, which is once again, Asking us, our full moon from the 24th, 25th, asking us to really examine what's important in our life. What are we doing with it? Where are we comfortable? Where would we like to make changes? Not because we're not complete, but because we would like to make changes. You know, we think it would add more value, more fruitfulness, more energy, also give us more of a purpose in our life. And then we're carrying that through August, that month of self-love where we're also being said, we're going to find some dissatisfaction with what we're currently doing, but don't let that dissatisfaction keep us from making changes for what we want. Oh, go ahead.
1: Well, and, and I was curious, you mentioned that Aquarius that will have two moons in Aquarius. Yes. Um, that's fairly unusual, isn't it?
0: Yes, yes, yes.
1: So, What's beautiful about that is last year really kind of kicked off is when we talk about the dawning of the age of Aquarius, 2020 was that, right? And so to be able to come into this year and get two full moons in Aquarius that are both around this um, embracing this time of the year that's about prosperous abundance and the harvest is beautiful to say Let's choose those bold new dreams that are aligned with the Aquarian age of love and harmony and equality and peace and prosperity for all.
0: Well, essentially, uh, and depends on who you you, you you listen to, but essentially a lot of people think that last year was a preparation and at the age of Aquarius started this year. And some do think it started last year. And the problem with ages... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that, that
1: there's this like on off switch. There's that's little,
0: exactly here.
1: Currents, yeah.
0: yeah. And, and so many people are uncertain of when an age begins and when an <laughs> age ends. But as we said earlier in the show, too, this really is we, we are in the age of Aquarius, there's no debate about that. And these moons are further indication of that, as you said. And this is all about releasing. What were our foundational beliefs that are not actually true, but we thought they were? And we need to examine that. So instead of, as some people like to say, that can't be so, that can't be so, look at it, examine it. And that goes right to our own lives. If I thought every day at 645, I had to have that glass of orange juice And that was what I had to do. Then examine that. Maybe I like having that glass of orange juice, but I didn't have to have it. There's a difference. And we want to examine those patterns in our lives that we use to hold ourselves back. The things that cause us to say, I can't, or I won't, or it'll never work. It's like you've heard me tell the story about the fox and the grapes from Aesop's fables, where the fox sees the grapes. He says, oh, they look so luscious. It's a warm summer day. I could just have those grapes lie in the sun and, and eat with those succulent grape juice going down my throat. And he jumps and he tries to catch it and he swipes and misses. And then he says, well, if I back up a little bit, I can make a running start at it and go at it. And he makes the running start and he swipes and he misses. Then he says, I just need a little more distance and a little more lift. And he goes all the way back He runs and he runs and he launches and he heads for them and he just misses them and slams down to the ground. And then he rolls over and looks at the grapes and says, ah, well, they're probably sour anyway. That's what we tend to do. So we take those things that we really want to add into our life that give us a thrill, a joy, an excitement. And we suddenly say, Ah, well, they're probably sour anyway. And we continue on with what we're doing. Yes.
1: Oh my God, I'm I'm laughing because it was like, that's exactly aligned to the energy this year for September. So you have all of this pregnant possibility of September. It brings the energy of the goddess. It's the energy of magic and miracles. It's that limitless void from which all things are possible and you have the energy of expansion of this year and change and in each moment it's going to invite us to ask that question you just laid out in that story of do we choose to spiral up to higher wiser more loving more lighted beings that we came on this planet to become? Or are we gonna slide backwards? Because the ultimate energy of September coming together with the year is that nine of graduation and completion. So you either are gonna graduate and move on to creating this better world, or you are gonna double down on all the old things in your life that have not worked, right? And get a limitless amount of those expanded and amplified. So it's an interesting configuration um, for that year. So I will agree. I will uh, repeat again. Suffering is optional. (laughs) And, And the more we can stay aligned with our inner voice of being clear of, is that the voice of our soul? or that negative voice of criticism that we all have in our heads, if you start hearing that voice, you can tell it to just shut its mouth and go in the corner, or it can come forward into the light and release whatever it is, whatever that old story is. But if you feel that happening, if you feel tension in your body, if you Feel like you're slipping into depression or any kind of negativity. Just keep going back to your heart, back to your heart, and ask, what do you choose for this moment? So that moment-to-moment card Solas are for this year is so spot on because things are shifting so fast around all of us that what's possible even tomorrow or a week from now is dramatically different than in this moment and whatever I chose in this moment is creating those opportunities in the next moment.
0: You know, it's interesting that you talk about September because the card for September is the eight of clouds, the guilt card. <laughs> and the point of the guilt card is really to tell us that we carry guilt. Guilt is very often infused in us by the expectations of others. And then we carry that guilt as a constant burden going forward, instead of just learning from the situation, releasing the guilt and moving on. So this is really saying for the month of September goes right along with what you were saying, Kira, is that really don't carry your guilt, let go of it. And the eight, since it's the eight of clouds, which is also an infinity symbol on its side, it's really saying that there's so many more possibilities than our need, our need, because we create the need for ourselves to carry that guilt. It's the old story of the two monks come to the lake, and there's a woman there in silk robes who can't get across the lake. So the older monk puts her on his shoulders and carries her across, puts her down at the end of the lake, And then the two monks travel on for two, two more miles. When finally the younger monk turns to the older monk and says, how could you have carried that woman? You know, we're forbidden to touch women. How could you have carried her? And the old monk looked at the younger one and said, I put her down at the end of the lake. Why are you still carrying her? And And so
1: that's a beautiful um, story because it's going to, it's this to me is a cautionary card to say, Um, If you're carrying anything forward out of August, back with that need to punish ourselves, need to carry old stories, old wounds with us, September is going to amplify those. Um, So to me, this ties into karma. I am starting to believe that we are the ones who in some ways administer our own um, our own way of how karma is getting dealt out in our lives and and I think or maybe it's just some people right I always felt like if I punished myself enough other people wouldn't have to punish me OK, so by doing that, you set up these same situations over, over and, over and over and over and over and over and over again in your life. Now, they may come in different clothes and they may come in different window dressing, but ultimately it's the same lesson at different levels of intensity. So I think that there is this um, powerful opportunity to graduate out of that by, by honestly, not avoiding these things, but by understanding how we can do better in each moment and be committed to getting better in each moment in a positive way, not in a, a pejorative way. Does that make sense, Solazar?
0: It does. It does completely. You know, and We're, we're going to start September. We're going to have a new moon on, on, on Labor Day, September 6th. And it's going to be in Virgo. So once again, September is going to be, starts with that Virgo energy. It's going to be very much focused on doing the work, the labor, the service, and our health. And I think when we're talking about guilt, when we're talking about all of these things, we also have to keep in mind what that does to our health. How that guilt creates a stressor inside of us that makes it harder for us to do other things or even enjoy things, or even the card for the year being in the present moment. At the same time that we have um, that new moon, they're gonna loosely kind of marry up with Mars. And so we're going to want to get things done in September. So we're gonna slow down a little in August. We're gonna get this motivational energy in July, slow down a little in August, Maybe overthink it and over-examine it, but in September, as September comes along, we're going to start to want to get things done. And that new moon is a powerful new moon on the sixth of September for manifestation, for setting clear intentions and goals. And for everyone who listens, we have to reinforce: new moons are powerful seed. seed oh, excuse me, seed planting times. We have to stop letting them go by without action, plant the seeds. I don't care if you plant the same seeds every new moon, plant the seeds. It never hurts to get those intentions clear, those goals clear and to ensure that we're focused and aware of them. Now in September 10th, Venus is going to shift into Scorpio, which rules power and money, shared resources, finances, and even secrets and... Venus is going to bring all this out to us in spades through the month of September. We're actually going to feel a focus about all of our resources, our money, uh, our finances, our even our power, our ability to get things done. You know, as Kira knows, I'm a a member of Toastmasters, and at Toastmasters, there's no real hierarchy. There are positions, but you get things done through influence, not through positional authority. And so, in September, we all should be looking at what are we doing to create our influence in the world that we inhabit? And where would we like our influence to have an influence? And if we don't, if we're content where it is, that's also good. Because the truth is, you don't have to worry about that. Your influence doesn't have to go any further than your front door. Now, in September 15th, Mars is going to move into Libra, which is going to be kind of an interesting arrangement because, you know, Mars is, you know, battle, conflict, me, me, man, me, Mars. And, you know, Libra is anything but. So we're going to find ourselves a little uncomfortable from the 15th going forward for a couple of months while Mars is in Libra. We have to watch that we're not picking fights trying to feed Mars. You know, the old story of we all have two wolves inside of ourselves. One is a white wolf that does good and does service. And one is a black wolf that that is aggressive and eats and attacks others. And the young brave hearing that from the chief said, which wolf is more powerful? And the chief said, whichever one you're feeding at the time. So Mars is going to be, in September 15th going forward, is going to want to be fed. So be careful, carry forward that patience that we've been given at the end of August to carry that forward. And this is a good building time, however, which is a good way to put Mars to use, build things, and also work on relationships in a positive way, not an argumentative way. And then, you know, we've been having this Saturn-Uranus journey uh, going on for quite some time. They're going to break apart a little bit, get further away from that square that we just hit. And they're going to give us a reprieve from that struggle, giving our greatest distance in the sky in September and October that we're going to see between them all year. Good, good time. Relieves the energy, takes some pressure off of us because we've got Saturn, the builder and Uranus, the destroyer you know, kind of fighting with each other, which right now is taking apart the things and institutions that we've come to rely on in certain ways and making us look at them in different ways. So this breathing room is going to be uh, amplified once Saturn and Uranus move apart, going to be amplified by the full moon on Monday, September 20th. And that's going to be the sun and Mars opposing a pisces moon which is also sitting there with neptune the ruler of pisces so we're going to have a little bit of illusion escapism uh, a lot of again we're going to need all the discernment we can pull as kira mentioned earlier we need that discrimination and that discernment using the virgo energy that's present to keep us from falling once again into fantasy from our reality. Right now, we need to move forward in the new reality of the new light of who we truly are. So we don't want to run away from everything as we're going to feel we want to. And we're going to say, I want life to be different. I want it to be different. I can't handle it the way it is. But the truth is, it can't be any different if we don't build it. And when Mercury turns retrograde at the end of September, that's going to be an internal time for us to reflect and review. So it's important to set those goals with these new moons. It's important to plan on how you want to get that more fruitful abundance and energy into your life. It's important to take steps just like the moment to moment card, where it keeps taking steps forward, trusting the universe will respond. And it's important not to run backwards and get back into that whole guilt cycle and structure. Any comments, Kira?
1: Yeah, I think that, um, that that ties in perfectly for September. And there were a couple of oils that I wanted to share for September. One ties to what you were saying about the physical and uh, the oil of grapefruit really helps with the love of the physical because a lot of these um, issues and old wounds, whether they're mental or emotional or physical, there's a cellular memory of those. And so the more we can love this physical vehicle and allow those things to open and transform, um, the better off we are. So grapefruit, again, you can use the essential oil, put it in your water, or uh, you can just eat a lot of grapefruits, but that essential oil really is very bright and fresh um, and reminds you of that energy of harvest and that sweetness uh, that comes with really savoring life. And then the other oil is tansy. I love this stuff. It's the oil of inspired action. And back to... Uh, kind of full circle to the energy of this year with with time going as rapidly as it is, we really want each of our actions to matter. Um, So being able to align those actions, to tap into our intuition, to know what is that next step? What is the best way to move this forward in alignment with divine right timing? Uh, The blue tansy is really uh, a beautiful tool to use. So if you're interested in learning more about the oils, if you're interested in learning uh, how to use them more, please reach out to me and uh, we can can talk one-on-one or you can hook up for one of the different oil classes that we do.
0: Well, thank you, Kira. And with that, I wanna remind everyone that uh, 2021 says to all of us, pick yourself up, Take your passion, your heart joy, bring forth the gifts you're here to share. share. Stop hiding in the shadows. Stop hiding behind your defenses. This is meant to be the new, the resurrected you. Allow yourself to grow into your divine potential. Use your gifts to direct your life. Now, this Aquarian age we talked about is expected to bring new levels of consciousness to the planet. There will be some who won't accept the new consciousness, and they'll choose to remain in their box of beliefs. But many of us will find ourselves shifting without action just by allowing ourselves to be open. So during the change of an age, astrologers believe we can expect the rise and fall of civilizations as we know them and the shift of cultural beliefs and mores. Allow yourself to be open. Don't be held back. Don't be hold, hold yourself back from the growth and consciousness. As the Aquarian consciousness grips us, we have to avoid selling our truth as others may attempt to sell theirs. Just be and just live your truth. Oscar Wilde reminds us, be yourself. Everyone else is already taken. And as we close, I wanna once again share Albert Camus poem in the midst of winter. In the midst of hate, I found there was within me an invincible love. In the midst of tears, I found there was within me an invincible smile. In the midst of chaos, I found there was within me an invincible calm. And I realized through it all that in the midst of winter, I found there was within me an invincible summer. No matter how hard the world pushes against you within you, there's something stronger, something better, pushing right back. So whatever you give, do so from your heart. Live and practice loving kindness in all situations, accept and love yourself unconditionally, surrender all to love. And as Kira has mentioned several times, remember, you're not a victim, you have a choice. Any final thoughts, Kira, before we close?
1: Well, I just wanna thank you for letting me come share what is happening. And as we um, you know, transition out of this quarter, into uh, October, it's, it's actually going to um, bring more of a fruition of that cosmic light in the world. So I feel like this is actually a very optimistic time. I know that there is a lot of things that are up in the air and changing and unsettled. But if we keep coming back to just What positive steps we can take in our own life to stay balanced, to stay on our track and our focus um, of creating who we want to be, what we want our life to be in our home life and share that with the world. You know, we're doing what we need to do to start making some of these changes. And so um, just want to applaud everybody for uh, the changes they are making in their life and in the world and to just don't get discouraged because sometimes the shakeup allows the changes to flow. If everything stays the same, how do we get there from here?
0: Well, thank you, Kara. And thank you everyone for listening to good vibrations radio and remember to turn the lead in your life into gold. Thank you for listening. Many blessings Namaste.